0: Bawangi from Stony Hill. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 4th of August, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Last week, Lelongwe, Mazuzu, and Nichu hosted anti-government demonstrations. On Tuesday the 2nd, Belangi followed suit. A group called Nazika Zokohadiziwa, which means concerned citizens, said they want the government to address the high cost of living and corruption. They also want the president and vice president to resign because they think they have failed to keep their campaign promises. The protesters marched peacefully from Kamuzu Stadium to the district council offices where they delivered their petition. Despite this, shop owners in the city's central business district closed their shops because they were worried about looting, which has been the norm in other demonstrations. Meanwhile, the Young Humanitarian Rights Defenders Network held demonstrations in Mizuzu on Wednesday the 3rd. They protested against the high cost of living, unlike their demonstrations last week, where they demanded that the president's immunity be removed. The city was equipped with heavy security to try and avert violence and looting, as was the case last week. Many people are saying the quote, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword, end quote. In conversations and social media, it is used in reference to the president's rise to office, which was led by countrywide demonstrations. However, protesters aren't concerned about the president only. Over 100 workers at Universal Industries Limited in La Longue held a strike against their management on Tuesday the 2nd. They allege poor working conditions as one of the main reasons for the strike. When questioned by local media, the workers said they want their management to improve the payments as they are currently underpaid. Commentary on social media shows that this isn't the first time that Universal Industries has had its workers strike against management. Because of this there are assumptions that the workers' grievances might be behind the company's alleged deteriorating products and customer service. All in all, social media commentary shows that many people are worried about the cost of goods and their inability to afford them due to stagnant salaries. From Monday the 1st through to Wednesday the 3rd, there were rumors on social media that the Reserve Bank was planning to introduce a 10,000 kwacha note in October. So people have no hopes that the national currency will improve anytime soon. However, the Reserve Bank quickly denied the rumors via a statement released on Wednesday the 3rd. The statement said there are numerous conditions that precede the issuance of a bigger banknote, and that those conditions have not yet been met. They said, for instance, that the highest denomination must exceed 60% of the total value of currency in circulation and that the ratio is currently at 26%. The statement was signed by the bank's governor, Ted Wilson. Unfortunately, the bank statement didn't stop some locals on social media from feeling a bit jealous. This stems from news that the Zambian Kwacha is currently the continent's best performing currency. The current regimes in Zambia and Malawi were voted into power in the same way as such. It is hard for some locals to stomach Zambia's success given the state of the country. Zambia and Malawi are also considered, quote, sister countries, end quote, because they have a lot of similarities. And this is rubbing the salt in the wound a bit more. Students started sitting for their Junior Certificate of Education Exams, or GCEs, on Tuesday the 2nd. The GCEs determine if a student is ready to go to high school. The exams will run till Thursday the 11th. The Minister of Education, Agnes Nayelongi, monitored the start of the JCE exams in some schools in Lalongwe. She was dismayed that some students were writing their exams on their chairs instead of their desks and ordered authorities to provide desks. According to the Ministry of Education, about 160,000 candidates are sitting for this year's exam. Last week, we told you that an amendment to the Courts Act, that had been proposed. Well, this week, the Parliament passed it. The Court's Amendment Act increases judges' retirement age from 65 to 70. The government said increasing the retirement age will help the courts deal with the slow prosecution of cases, which they're currently overwhelmed with. However, its passing has opened a can of worms. For instance, the Minister of Justice, Titus Mavalo, supported the bill, saying it would be a waste of resources for judges to retire at 65. On the other hand, the legislator, Rizomba Moloso Grace Kawelepeta said it was unfair that the other civil servants, such as doctors, have been left out of the measure. She also thinks the move will hurt unemployed or aspiring judges. The 2022 Courts Act amendment bill will also see the establishment of the Financial Crime Courts division, which will be handling corruption cases. Speaking of courts, on Monday the first, the High Court ruled that from now on, the local councils own and run the country's major bus depot. The state-owned Shire bus lines used to own the depots until the Muli brothers bought the bus company and renamed it to National Bus Service. According to the high court's ruling, the councils will be managing the Lalongwe Wenela, Kasungu, and Mizomba bus depot. The minister of local government, Blessings Chinsinga, wrote on his Facebook and Twitter accounts that his ministry will work with the councils to transform the bus depot into bus terminals. Many people think the depots have simply changed ownership, quote, from one crook to another, end quote. But others are welcoming the development. The country lost one of its human rights activists. Ren Bessie Kachire died on Monday the 1st in La Longue. Her son Edgar said she has succumbed to diabetes. Kachire was known for human rights activism as well as her roles in the cabinet. She also served as the Minister of Gender, Child and Community Development and later as the Minister of Persons with Disabilities and the Elderly. She had also been a member of Parliament for the Neno West constituency. Former President Joyce Banda expressed her shock at the news. She worked closely with Quechere during her time as president and described her as a selfless woman who contributed enormously to the advancement of women in the country. The entertainment scene is giving people a lot to be excited for. Gospel songtress Wendy Harawa announced that American award-winning artist, Travis Green, will be performing at the launch of her album called Wendy Tana, which translates to He or She Has Called Me. Local artist, Paul Kachala, will also be headlining the event. Wendy coupled her Facebook announcement with the poster of her album launch event. Initially, she said the launch is going to take place at the Bingu International Conference Center in Lalongwe on the 17th of September. However, people noticed that Travis was going to be performing in Zambia on the same day. Two days later, Wendy made another Facebook post saying that there had been some confusion in Travis performing in states and that her album launch had been shifted to the 18th of September to accommodate him. This time, her post was coupled with the video of Travis confirming the same. Many people were in awe of how Wendy managed to rope an act as huge as Travis. While they were nervous about the cost of the tickets, it seems they are willing to do anything to see Travis perform live. Many people are excited about the Sand Music Festival. It will be held in Salima from the 30th of September to the 1st of October. This year marks the 12th edition of the festival. On Tuesday the 2nd, the festival director, Lucius Banda, said Yo Maps from Zambia will be one of the artists making this year's lineup. He is the first international artist that has been unveiled. Lucius also said that people should expect more African artists, as this year's festival is themed around celebrating the African continent. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at malawi at rorshock.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorshop Malawi. Pintani Buino